It's time now for our McLean County Farm Bureau Farm to Table segment, and we pick up our conversation about Ag in the Classroom with Bridget Caldwell. She's the Ag in the Classroom Coordinator for the Farm Bureau. Bridget, welcome to WJBC. Thank you so much. It's good to be here again. Let's just uh, remind people what Ag in the Classroom is all about. Ag in the Classroom is a national program that um, is really successful here in Illinois. We are very fortunate to have the state office here at the IAA building with Kevin Doherty and his staff. But we are promoting agriculture to students and their families as a way to help them understand where our food and other products that farmers help us raise and use every day. And you've got a lot of students in McLean County involved in the Ag in the Classroom program, don't you? We've had a very successful um, year. I am just starting my fifth year, but we saw almost 8,500 students um, without duplication last year and supported 516 teachers throughout the year. And there's um, every county in Illinois has a coordinator like myself and staff that helps them and a lot of volunteers that help these programs like ours be successful. Is there a way to measure what the exposure to ag in the classroom means to these kids as they grow up and become professionals? Well, one of the things that we try to do is we want the parents, we want the kids to go home and tell the parents. And so as far as measuring directly, for me, one of the things is when kids see me out in public and they're like, hey, there's the apple lady or the windmill lady, um, it does my heart a little skip because I love the fact that the kids make the connection. But I know they're going home and sharing with their parents and their grandparents about what they're learning and the connections at school because it's just not our food. It's a lot of energy sources and other uh, products that our farmers are producing for us, like plastics and paints and um, different things like that, that these kids don't understand, nor do their parents, what all the farmers provide for us every day. So um, the numbers are just one way that we keep track of it, but we know that, like anything else, if um, teachers are helping teach it over and over again to find these connections that – we know that that's going to be something else they hold on to. All right. Since you are engaged with the students in the classroom, give our listeners an example of maybe a recent lesson plan or project that you worked with them on. That'd be great. Um, During the fall, really important lessons are apples or pumpkins. It's a big one with the season of the fall and Raiders Farm and things and the field trips that kids go on to. But one thing we're trying to do is help take that apple sequencing, going to the orchard, and then we try to show them how if you go into the upper grades, um, I've been to Metcalf and done GMO, so the kids understand why there might actually be some changes because they don't like brown apples. They want the um, apples that don't change, but they don't understand GMO. There are actually only seven foods that are GMO, that a lot of it's cross, cross-pollinating and, and cross-producing, that it's not anything that's been changed other than naturally through nature. So that's, you know, from kindergarten up through junior high and high school, those are some of the lessons. Another lesson I've really been asked for lately is to teach kids 
how the farmers make money, how do they predict these things. And there's a great M&M lesson that goes with mathematics that they have to figure out what they're going to make from their quote-unquote corn that are M&Ms, and then they see what they actually have in there and if they made money or not. And it's kind of what the farmer has to do each year. They have to decide what they want to plant, if there's going to be rain or not, which we're very grateful for the rain on Monday night. But um, it can be mathematics. It can be making the plots. It can be doing the cornfields to something as simple as a sequencing of apple or pumpkins. Now, of course, to teach all of this, to have all of these teachers, some 500 of them under you here in McLean County in the Ag in the Classroom program, uh, that takes funding. Where does the funding come from for the Ag in the Classroom program? Well, we are very fortunate that there is a foundation for the Ag in the Classroom that does a lot of the fundraising. They support our materials. We're able to get free Ag mags and Terra Novas that are reading material that's nonfiction, which our teachers are really having to use um, at a high percentage of their reading materials, as well as the nonfiction books that we can help give them uh, books or activities to use them. But the Illinois Ag in the Classroom um, from the state level has lots of grants. There's a book grant right now that is up to $250 on um, allowing the teachers to purchase ag-related books that they give them a list of. They might be on pollinators, soil and water, wheat. They're often Dr. Seuss-related books that the kids are so excited about at any level. Um, there's also a project grant of up to $300 to fund projects that integrate agriculture into curriculum. And they're for non-consumable items, not for field trips, but the materials that the teachers can use over and over again. And those applications are due October 1st, which they can go to um, WDRUG, excuse me, www.aginteclassroom.org or they can contact me to find out more about that. But that's a very simple way to get some free materials and also to bring the agriculture into the classroom in your reading groups. All right, so more details are available at aginintheclassroom.org. Bridget Caldwell, the Ag in the Classroom Coordinator for the Farm Bureau here in McLean County. Thanks for joining us on our Farm to Table segment. Thanks for having me. I hope to talk to you again soon. And we'll be right back on WJBC.